I want to know what you're wearing today. Are we all pink? Are we pink with the headset and with uh, the pick and with the Crocs? And what are we, we doing? We got different colors on. We got yellow, okay. blue, gray, orange. Dude, what's going on with this shirt? It's like a storybook. Is this some? Yeah. Is this some? It, some? some it's madness? an anime. Anime, yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, manga. Yeah, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, but it's it's a uh, end song, Lost in Paradise. Okay. Yeah. Wait, what color are the Crocs? Crocs are are blue. Okay, they're blue today. Well, I can't. You know, the sun is hitting the side of your head. I can't tell on the pick, but we're it's rocking. Orange, orange. 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 Okay, the, the yeah, Crocs. Yeah. Oh, the so Crocs is, are blue. The yeah, so, the pick is orange. The mm-hmm. headset headphones are pink because you yeah. got all those. You got all all those panels on your shirt. Exactly. Okay. Wow, yeah. you, dude, you went like. You went like it's a kaleidoscope today. As you know, collecting all the colors that we can, you know. Dude, I love it. Do the kids say stuff? Do they do they talk to you about this? Do they, they love do they it? Call? Yeah. Uh, I had one of the kids, uh, he doesn't he came to the summer program, but I, from his parents, she told me that like now nah, he's start wearing pics because some Mr. Dorian wearing it. I was like, Yes. <laughs> yes. So you're in your old youth group room? Like what 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 is all this? Tell me about what's going on today. So most Fridays, we don't do every Friday, our, the uh, youth pastor here, he gets me and a couple of other college students that we have lunch together. So let's talk about our week or whatnot. Sometimes me and him just meet up because I'm kind of taking over the youth group over at Shepherd, And so sometimes he like shoots me ideas or like sees what my mind and how I'm leading. And he's kind of like a mentor in a sense and guiding yeah. me through youth group stuff. So that's but today awesome. it was just us the college students just meeting up hanging out like right now they're downstairs playing halo which is what i was doing before <laughs> i oh, came up here man <laughs> you gave up you gave up halo time with with the bros to do this yeah well i was winning so like it, it's i left i left <laughs> on top so. like, well, i'll tell you from my previous experience with halo let me tell you who i would be mm. i would be the guy in the corner with his gun pointed straight up in the air turning around in circles you know that guy that's me Every game has that guy. Every Easy pickings. Guy. Easy pickings. It's a free kill right there. Can't figure it out. Doesn't know what happens. Can't change anything. It's just, <laughs> it is what it is. Do you do you have shepherd responsibilities on, on Friday? Uh, every other Friday I do. I drive the bus in the morning, but that's only if the other person who's driving is not at, it's at Harshman. So this Friday I didn't, but next Friday I will. It goes back and forth every Friday. Okay. Other than that, no. Dorian, I was thinking back to like how you got connected up with Shepherd mm-hmm. when you and I were texting back and forth. You told me you were meeting with your youth pastor and yeah. and everything. And I think it was your youth pastor that made that connection. Well, do you do you know that? Like, tell me the story. Tell me your version of the story about how this all came to be and you started on as a fellow at Shepherd in at the end of May of 2022. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that? Tell us. Give us the prequel. Okay, so the prequel is I was working at my church, the old church, Southeastern Church of Christ, as an assistant youth minister. And I did that for about three years. I was also an intern. So in total, I worked at the church for five years. And I feel like I've done everything that I could ministry-wise here. I feel like I needed an opportunity to go somewhere else and grow a little bit more. I feel like I was, like, stagnant where I was here, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
And so I told oh, you, you reach that ceiling, you hit the yeah, ceiling, you exactly. bump it up against it. You're like, man, there, can, can this thing go higher? I can't go anymore. So yeah. So my youth pastor, let me fly. Let me fly. <laughs> he uh, was helping me look for opportunities of how I could do that doing different ministries or whatever the case may be. And he came across Shepherd Community Center. He looked into it. He's like, I like how this sounds. I think this would be a good thing for you. So he just says, you want to look for something different. Let's do this with kids and ministry and stuff. And so I looked into it myself, liked what I saw, reached out, and hey, came in as a summer intern. Here we are. Here we are. I'm a fellow now. Man. Wait, did you start as a summer intern and then became a fellow? Yeah, Is I that started, how we did it? I was a summer intern, and then at the end of the internship, I turned into a fellow. Yeah. We were just, I we had a placement meeting today with mm-hmm. Rachel and Renee and Alan and I, and we were just talking about how the, the people we currently have that are applied or hired as summer interns, yeah. how there's some of them that, if, you know, if they're a senior in, in college university, um, right. they could roll over or life situation. If they're just at that place where they're like, I'm going to try this, but I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. it gives them an on-ramp off-ramp gives us an on-ramp off-ramp. Yeah. Like, Hey, thanks for serving for this summer. But yeah. I, we totally believe that the Lord is going to be faithful for you providing el- elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Not with Dorian though. With Dorian, they're like, keep him. Like snatch him up. Where can we like we need this guy, you know? And oh, goodness. this is do you do you live in the same zip code as Shepherd or is it like right next it's to right, it? It's right next to it. Zip code for Shepherd is four two four six two oh one. I live in four six two oh three. Oh, but the four six two oh three is one of Shepherd's like neighborhood zip codes too. Those are yes, the two main ones. Is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got rivalry? Do you got beef with the with the 201? Getting her done in the 201? Oh, or 203? Like, is like, is it I okay? used to live in the 201. I stayed in the yeah. 201 for a little bit. You know, I was just back and forth, back and forth with each, with each crowd. I got us all derailed here, but um, back to your youth pastor, because I remember my side of that conversation. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, here I am just minding my own business out in Idaho. And I get this email from a youth pastor in Indianapolis. Yeah. And he tells me what church he's from. They've got somebody. We want to connect him up. And then you and I get connected. I start texting with you. Yeah. But I'm talking to Alan going, Alan, why is a church that's 10 minutes from Shepherd that has never been connected with Shepherd before? And this guy's reaching out to me i'm not even sure how he got my email address like i'm pretty sure he had to click on a link and go Mm -hmm. to a pdf and then like select my email and then paste it into an email and then email it to me i'm like alan good thing i was here good thing i was chilling in idaho so we could catch dorian in the 203 203 he came he really was helping me out with it and i appreciate it because without him i probably would have never found y'all on my own at least or i would have eventually but it might have been too late to become a summer intern at that point yeah well i mean you know how we are we'll work people in we'll work them in Mm -hmm. um but it's just still so ironic to me Um, indianapolis is just a big enough of a city that Mm -hmm. you can have a situation like this where you're in proximity to things you're doing stuff you know as a church you're doing stuff in the kingdom and you might not overlap because you're just kind of doing, you're working in this neighborhood over here and this yeah. one over there, but I'm glad, I'm glad it connected up. And, and I think it speaks to your, your youth pastors, um, just kingdom perspective of like, look, we just, we want to partner with where God's doing stuff and be a part of the mission. 
and here's a guy that I need and I could keep around, but I want to help him grow. And so let's find a place for him to do that. And I'm so mm -hmm. glad. And I know everybody else at Shepherd is really glad that it's it's been with them, man. Yeah. No, I've enjoyed my time here at Shepherd so far, hundred percent. Let's back up to back to the to the summer. Okay. Um and Tell me about that. What was that like starting up at, I mean, you're from Indianapolis. You from live Indiana. there. You're in one of these neighborhoods and now you're starting up at this place that you just kind of find out about. What was that like? It was, it was kind of scary at first, mostly because it was back in the neighborhood where I, I grew up at. I, and I know, but like, I've been out of it for so long. It was just kind of like, oh, I'm back, back in here again. And over the time I worked with sixth graders. And so they were the older crowd of the group. And that's and so scary they, too. They know more. They know more about what's going on. They know that when you're faking it, when you're keeping it real. And so yeah. it was just finding that balance of being there for them and, and keeping it real with them, but also the kids still at the end of the day. And so finding that balance. With them. But it was amazing though. And I'm glad I was able to do it because a connection that a lot of the other fellows or interns don't have that I have is that I know what they're going through because I literally went through that. I know what it feels to go home and not have something or need something, but can't do it because your parents don't have the money for it and mm. go through that struggle to have that emotions, that the anger that comes behind that with that and going to school where it can be a safe place, but you don't know that yet. Cause you don't know what a safe place feels like. And Shepherd provides that for all the children that they uh, shepherd for. And so I, I was glad of the opportunity that I have to, be a part of it and to guide kids towards the right path. And I think I did that over the summer and continually doing it now. Right on. When, when you said it was scary moving back into this neighborhood, into the 201, what, what do you mean by that? It was just, I didn't want to fall back into like old patterns or anything mm. of that nature because that could be easy to do, especially when you're back around the same crowd, the same area whatever the case may be it could be easy to just fall back into old habits but i didn't luckily because i was one surrounded by christ-centered people and god got my back because god is good all the time and all the time all, all time god is good i gotta say it when i'm with you when when white people are doing it from the pulpit i resist but with you i'm just not gonna stop <laughs> but no it was just and then it's just it's just it was it wasn't the unknown, but it was the unknown, if that makes sense. Because mm -hmm. I I've been out of it for so long. It was a so it was kind of scary. But like like I said, God had my back, Shepherd had my back, and all the fellows and interns that was there had my back as well. So I was able to struggle and get through it. What's so different from the two oh three to the two oh one? It's a lot of more minorities. In the in the like in the two hundred one versus the two hundred three, two hundred three is just more. It's more like people with more money or just higher. Like you just have more in that area than it is in the two hundred one. Okay. Two hundred one is it's it's a little bit more of a struggle area type deal. You have your few couple rows or streets here and there that's like, them houses look really nice, and then the next street over is just abandoned houses, locked up mm. type deal. So like it's. But the two or three don't have any of that really for the most part. I mean, every place has a couple hot spots, but like for the most part, the two or three is higher up. Does it does it feel like I mean it's different neighborhoods, 
Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing you describe it. Is it is it like different cultures? Are there different rules oh, yes. that you live by in in those different spaces? Well, at Shepherd, one of the rules is you can't walk outside, like like walk like down the street as a fellow or as a enter. And that's it's for a good reason because the people that's around there is like you just never know what's gonna happen. So it's better. But safe. but as a, as a local, having yeah. lived in both those neighborhoods, moving back mm-hmm. to the neighborhood, does that make sense to you? You're like, you know, that's that's good. That's smart. Like that's that's for good people, advice. For people that's not used to it, yes. Like if you're coming from a whole different environment and you're just thrown into this environment, yes, because yeah. you gotta ease into it, you gotta adapt to it. Like for me, I I know my way around it, I know how to move. And so I know where not to go and where to go. Yeah. And in some areas you just for the betterment of you, just don't even test it type deal. Yeah, like, yeah. But like most people don't know that yet because they haven't been around it. They haven't had to have those survival tactics like or think about those type of things yet. And so I think Shepard, I think it does a good job of like protecting people in that sense. Hmm. Even though it can be annoying sometimes, but like it's for the betterment of those those guidelines are there on purpose. Mm-hmm. No. Listen, man, sometimes sometimes when I'm talking to applicants, mm-hmm. um and I'm talking to them about Shepard or they, they, they ask a question a certain way, or I'm kind of getting a particular vibe from them. Right. Sometimes I kind of lean into describing the neighborhood because I'm trying mm-hmm. to see if I can spook them. Right. If they're going to get spooked in a white guy from Idaho talking to them about <laughs> what it's like to go visit, you know, the, the, the near East, east side, side on East yeah. Washington street by Shepard. I try to see if I can scare them out of the process to be, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest, because it's like, look, let's just do that now. Right. I'm not so, trying to be mean or anything, but there's been some people, they're like, so what's your policy on concealed carry? Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, like, let's like, let's have a conversation about like why we're doing that and what right. motivation is and, and, and all that. Set aside legality, set aside mm-hmm. what a citizen's rights are like right. as a kingdom dweller. Why? I mean, I'm just sharing these things with you and you're asking me if you can bring a gun. Mm-hmm. Hmm, but what, okay. what people got to keep in mind, though, is like we're in there but the kids also live in there too and like we have all these guidelines and fellows and interns that help protect us but the kids go out after they leave shepherd it's free game for them in a sense and so like they gotta have that they gotta know what's going on where to go where not to go how to be how to hold yourself they're only kids so it's just like we gotta you gotta keep in mind like we're gonna be fine for the most part because we have a lot of ways to get out of it and Shepard is doing a good job, whether that's with security or with the guidelines, yeah. keeping us safe. But the kids don't have that same security. And so we got to yeah. be that security for them in a sense. And so that's a big thing that goes into it as well. Right. Just being there for them and providing mm-hmm. that that relationship and, and that stability and, and right. that space with them and everything. Because they they know they know what's going to happen there. They know what the plan is. They know the, they, they know the people there. They know the people outside of that, but they're not sure what's maybe going to happen from moment to right. moment is that is that a fair representation oh yeah because because at home it could be be cool and then not cool the next second because this is you just never know mm-hmm. so dorian i i mean i i know that i have scared people out of the application process it has happened but it's it's better for that to happen oh it is. for them to be like that's not for me than to be there and be like oh i gotta go and, you know, sometimes I just get into describing who's walking up and down East mm-hmm. Washington, you know, and who's waiting to get picked up on, right. on, on the street there. And mm-hmm. times that I've been there where they've gone into lockdown because a store got robbed down the road and somebody or right next to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or, 
there's some type of uh, police action kind of operation staying at one of the houses. And so they yeah. cordon off the roads. And so even if you left Shepard's property, you couldn't go left or right. Yeah, because, the, I mean, has that happened since you've been there this year? Oh, it's happened on multiple, multiple times. Yeah. But like, that's where I grew up around. So like, it's not good, but like, I'm used to it in a sense. Like it's right. It's You're like, okay. Yeah. Like, you just go in that mode. So you gotta, so you gotta know where you at and adapt to where you at. And that's the yeah. biggest thing. Well, and, and, and what I tell people is, look, I've been there. Well, I don't live there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been there during lockdowns. I've been there where there's stuff going on. Yeah. And you just, you got to be aware of yourself and the people and not pretend yeah. like you know what's going on or you know what to do or you're going to do whatever you want to. Right. Um, sometimes when when people have asked um, some of the ladies that applied, like how far is the is the palace away from you know, the, how, how far away is the, the lady's house? It's, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's less than a mile. It's maybe three quarters of a mile, it's whatever. It's like a minute drive, minute and a half, depending on yeah. how and, and they're like, oh, so could I just walk that or do I need to have my car? I'm like, you don't have to have a car because there's plenty of people with cars, but if you want to bring a car, you can, but you won't be walking it because of Shepard's oh. guidelines, not even with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the reasons why. And some people, they're like, okay, I'm good yeah. with that. And other people are like, oh, yeah. Okay, I need to ask yeah. you some more questions uh, about that. And then sometimes parents, <laughs> parents get involved and stuff. And I'm like, I just, this is probably not happening, you know? Yeah, but that's okay. That's fine. That's, that's okay. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not trying to freak people out. Well, actually, you got to keep it real. I'm trying. Gotta... I'm trying to just let, like, let me give it to you now and save mm-hmm. us both time. That's kind of what I'm coming at, and save exactly. shepherd time. Sh- save those kids time. We don't got right. time to mess around with that. No, we yeah. don't at all. And so, but yeah, you just gotta be aware and it's just be ready to adapt. Don't be stupid. Just, right. Cause it's not as bad as people say it is, but like at the same time, it's not the perfect thing either. And so you just gotta know where you at and be ready. Right. If you're living like where you're from in a place that you're not from, that's a problem anytime, anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just takes sure. time to adapt to it. So like it, and I often follow it up with just telling people, look, that's why Shepard's been there for 35 years mm-hmm. in the midst of this place and the space and with these people just trying to come alongside neighbors and create friendships mm-hmm. and help, you know, fulfill their mission. Um, what are those those 10 strategic assets and, you know, with breaking the cycle of poverty and where yeah. does a family need help with that where does a kid need help where can where can shepherd come alongside to help that family take that step up that they need to do to right. grow and in development and you don't know that unless you're in that place you can't drive in and do that you got to be there in it you got to be there you got to be in the mess and then help them get out of the mess as you're holding them up type deal yeah well i want to ask you some about the fellowship and what mm-hmm. your experience has been like this year but before i do i'm just curious as somebody that's from there What's been interesting to you about Shepherd that you've learned and that you've that you've just maybe found surprising, you yeah. found interesting, you've been like, wait, why are they doing it this way? Or just anything like that that's just been unique for you of going, look, I'm from here. I didn't know there was a place like this. Mm-hmm. And this has been my experience with that. What's what's kind of popping to your mind right now? With me, the first thing that popped to mind was the church on Sundays, how the people there, it's homeless people, people that's doing stuff on the streets or doing whatever. Like it's the it's the outcasts of society today that's there at church. And 
fully accepted and Pastor David or Pastor Kelly or whoever's preaching Pastor Jay, they don't care who like what you've done or who you are outside of church, but once you're in there, your family. Mm-hmm. And that's something special because that's something I've honestly never seen. Like as as, as as I've been a Christian, as I've been going to church myself, seeing the outcasts actually worship and and praise God together in one space at once, at, like together. It's just it's an amazing sight to see, which is what took me by surprise. I remember the first Sunday I went there, I was like, I just saw you just da, 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 da. I was like, that's wild that you're here praising God, worshiping mm. God. And that's a powerful thing that like one God God calls us to do anyway, but we a lot of us fail at doing that. But Shepherd does an amazing job at providing the opportunity for the people that's usually not seen or heard, letting them be seen and heard. I love it, man. I and especially your being local and having that perspective and 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 seeing that. Have you heard them tell stories about the celebration service that they had pre-COVID that was over in the in the in the academy in the in the in the cafeteria? Mm-mm. Bro, I'm gonna send you a recording of some okay. times that I was that I was there on Sundays, yeah, and and people singing, and he's young and old doing mm-hmm. like special music, and sometimes it was acapella, right, and sometimes there was background music and. Mm man just the giftedness and the talent but also the just the brokenness and the rawness and right it was like i would go over to celebration and mm-hmm. hang out and do worship and then i would like bump over to cornerstone which is shepherd church right and and like and then and then do that that second service um but there's just that was a unique setting all all of itself and it's it's one of the reasons i and i i wanted to see if this makes sense to you i mean i know that it does but just your perspective on it right that that shepherd asks interns and fellows and bridge students that are there like look we want you to commit at least two sundays a month to oh, be a yes. part of shepherd's worship services because we want you to immerse in this experience to be a part of what you just described yeah and then if you're a part of a local church like dorian we didn't want to steal you away from your church no nah. you know do you still do you still attend your church sometimes uh not really mostly because i kind of took over the youth group and so like i'm there every sunday because i teach the Sunday Bible class for middle school and high school. And so I attend every once in a while. Like the last time I went, it was like about a month and a half ago, but I I fully immersed myself into Shepherd. I fully committed to it because there was a need there, in particular for the youth while I got there. And so, and plus that's also my calling. I want to be a youth minister at some point. And so I still, I, I go there four out of four of the Sundays most of the time, but Shepherd does call for people to be be there two at least two Sundays, just because they want us to be into like what's going on to know what's like who we're uh, ministering to. And yeah, the community you're worshiping with it. the people you're ministering to during the week. You're worshiping with them on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, together, shoulder to shoulder. Exactly, and it's a powerful thing to see. Like I said, it's really wild to see the people that most people don't think about, or care about, even though we're called to care and think about them there at shepherd community church and worshiping and praising god and doing it like like with no cares whatsoever yeah and i got to i got to sit next to you on new year's day in <laughs> yeah. church. that was yeah. awesome man i love that <laughs> i love that how does your how does your youth pastor feel this guy that connected you up with this place and now we actually have <laughs> stolen you away by your own choice shepherds like got you 
Mm-hmm. Um, and how, and you're still, but you're still meeting with him every week yeah. and he's still mentoring uh, you and investing you support. in other college students. Like, how's that conversation been? But like, Dorian, where are you at, man? Come around for Sunday. He's not, he's fully supportive. He, he wants to see me grow and become a better, better man, better Christian. It's just, he loves to see that I've grown in those areas of like leadership and doing youth ministry and stuff. So like, yeah, he, he loves it. From, from what he's told me, at least. Doesn't What's his name? Uh, Joey Kinchelo. Man, you you, yeah. you got to connect me and Joey up sometime. Like, we got to go. Gotcha. We, we got to go. We got to go grab a bite to eat or something. Got gotcha. you. I want to thank him in person <laughs> for Dorian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Share some about the, the what your experience has been like as, as a fellow. Okay. Live, you know, like live, living in the house with the other guys. Because, again, your family is 10 minutes away, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you you chose to – you had an option, and you chose to live in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, what the discipleship community and culture is kind of like outside your workaday world. Yeah. Maybe some about what you do with, with the middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what you do with the academy, what you do with the after school, like right. kind of share just some of those different experiences and what this fellowship, what the cross section of the fellowship looks like for Dorian in your experience. Well, one, uh, I'm currently the health and PE teacher during academy hours. And so I work from grades from preschool all the way up to fifth grade. And it's really fun. It's really fun to see the kids become more and more engaged in particular with health. Gym class is just gym class. So that's 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 the easy part. The health is, and you're good at it, man. I got video <laughs> evidence of you being good at it. <laughs> Not and the kids love it, but like in health, I because I've seen the kids get become more engaged, be more willing to ask questions, and and being very curious about what I'm teaching them about, whether it's the heart or whether it's the muscles or why we should eat healthy or whatever the case may be. And so that's a beautiful thing to see. Uh, in terms of like living in the house, I'm currently the house dad, which means I'm like in charge of like making sure the house stays clean or making sure people are doing what they're supposed to do in terms of guidelines and things of that nature. And I like it. I honestly do. It, it could be a struggle sometimes because it's just a whole lot of older guys is living together. And we learning about it's a, a lot of the guys are just getting off on their own. So they're learning how to deal with responsibility and, and living on their own type deal. But like, it's a good journey to be together with. And I'm glad mm-hmm. I chose to live in the house versus commuting over to Shepherd. Cause like, it's a whole different experience with living in the house and living so close to everyone else. Yeah. After school, I work with first and second grade. And so that's a beautiful thing. Cause I'm working with the younger kids of the after school and they can be a challenge sometimes, but it's also very lovely just to see them. Yesterday, for example, was it yesterday? Yes, yesterday. One of the kids was crying because I wasn't playing with her, like playing like soccer with her as much as I was playing with another student. And so like they've become- <laughs> They're jealous. Yeah, they know they really are. And it's just, it's just fun hanging out with them and getting closer with them and seeing them grow as well. Yeah. Awesome. What what about the kind of the discipleship community around the fellowship and 
um, fellows night and discipleship on Tuesdays mm-hmm. and stuff. Like what's, how's that experience been for you? And, and just, you know, there's the, um, the invitation is to be a part of a discipleship community mm-hmm. as an intern and, and as a fellow yeah. year round. Like that's part of the, the sustenance of it. And sometimes it's a discipline. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like you're choosing to do it, participate yeah. in it. Sometimes yeah. you want to and you and you need it. Um, but what's what's that experience been like? It's been it's been good. Uh it kind of because you gotta you gotta think about it. When you're ministering to others, this is something you can't really do alone. So you need that community, you need that those people that's going to hold you up when you're feeling down. And so with the Tuesday thing, Tuesday morning thing where we all meet up and talk about something and read the Bible together, or it's just conversating, it's just ask where we at in life or in the spirits or whatever. It's a good way of keeping each other accountable. Mm-hmm. And also if, if we are down, keeping each other up and bringing us up. And then the Thursday night thing, it's just a good way for us to hang out and just grow closer together, build that relationship with each other. So we can hold each other accountable. So we can build each other up or pick someone up when they're down. And so it's been a really good thing in this, in the terms of we need each other because what we're doing is not easy. But together, it could be easy, easier, because individually it's impossible. Like we're not Jesus. We're, we can't do anything by ourselves. And Jesus showed that to us by having 12 disciples with him. Like he mm-hmm. said, like ministry is not something you can do alone. And so Shepherd is also doing a good job of making sure that the fellows and just whoever's working with them have people surrounded to help them out when they need it. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you're having that experience and you're mm-hmm. leaning into it as well. So you were studying youth ministry at Grace. You've done some Liberty University online? Yes. Yeah. Um, Online, not your forte. Rather be in person. Rather be in person, hundred percent. So, um, what are you, what are you thinking next, as far as education, ministry, shepherd fellowship? Is that too personal to ask? And no, no, no. Like, if I need to cut that out later, I, I will. <laughs> but I'm just kind of curious. Yeah. I mean, I've talked to Alan a little bit, but I want to know from you. Like, what? Where's your head? Where's your heart? How's Jesus leading you? Well, right now, uh, my top two schools right now is NNU and Olivet. I've heard of it in Northwest Nazarene University. Yes, mm-hmm. I've heard of it. I yes. I have heard of this place. <laughs> and uh, Olivet. Yeah. In Kankakee, Illinois. Mm-hmm. There's no mountains there, man. Come on. I mean, I'm from Indiana. All I know is the flatlands. I know it is. I'm from Indiana too, but God, God <laughs> knew what he was doing when he moved me away. See, I ain't never seen the mountains before. So, but yeah. once you do, you can't go back, man. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard about them. I heard a couple stories here and there. <laughs> <laughs> but with any of you, uh, it'd be a lot of a lot of things that will have to go into me going there. But that's still my number one option, kind of in a sense. Olivet, I will probably do the hybrid thing here at Shepherd. Oh, and you plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm taking the steps I need to take for both. And wherever God leads me is where I will go because I honestly believe my next step is education in some way or form. Because I feel like as if I want to go into ministry, I need to have the knowledge to do it. And I've seen the people around me, they have the knowledge 
but I, I don't be knowing what they're talking about, but I want to be in the know. You know, uh, found I, having that foundation to build on. Yeah, yeah. The only way I can do that yeah. is going to, it's going back to school because me, Lord knows, I'm not going to do that type of studying on my own. As much as <laughs> as nice as that would sound, I know myself too well to like. I need some type of thing to like push me to do it. And it schools yeah. that would do that for me. So community accountability. Yeah. Got to show up for class. Can't miss it. Grades got to look right. So I got to pay. And then you're paying for it too. I'm paying for it. Yeah. Pocket. So like. Now I know plenty of college students. That's not a big enough motivator to like access motivation. But money is too many. Money is far from it over here. So if I'm paying for it, best believe I'll be doing the work to do it. Yeah. And I know, and this, this isn't like me trying to convince you of anything, man. I want God's best for you. And I, I think you got lots of great options. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, you know, Jesus is like, well, here's all the good things. Choose your own adventure. Yeah. And sometimes God makes things really clear for us. And it's like, no, this is what I, this is what I'm inviting you to do. This is what I want you to do. But you're the only one that can be responsible for knowing what that next step is that God wants you to do. Or if he's given you options and then it's like, okay. So which one makes the most sense? And let's talk with some people about that. Let's kind of sit with that. Let's listen to the Lord about that. Right. Um, and I mean, for anybody that might be listening or thinking of somebody, um, there's options with Shepherd, right? Like they're talking to you about lot, like you could stay on at Shepherd. Yeah. You could you could do like Indiana Wesleyan is an option, but that's online. That's and here you lot. are. And that's not going to be a great fit for you. That works for other bridge students that are there, yeah. but but not for Dorian. Um, ONU plus is a hybrid model, right? Like they yeah. have like a cohort of people that would meet in the Indianapolis area, or maybe even at shepherd that would come to shepherd as a hub. I'm not sure what the conversation is like. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you could, um, and then you'd be like video, um, video classroom in a classroom at Olivet with yeah. people in person at shepherd. There's nothing that beats in person is there. And I haven't like that presence. Mm-hmm. That's just big because my my grace at grace versus the liberty is like two different things, like two different stories is wild. And so like just in general, like being in person, just being there and being able to like raise my hand, be like, hey, I have a question. This is it helps. Yep. So just be right there, have access, life yeah, on life. I yeah, have I get it. Right after class, I can walk up to the professor, be like, hey, this, 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 and this. Can you help me? Yeah. And you know what? I think that's the way that things are, are meant to be, but this is the world that we live in. And so you yeah. gotta leverage those things that are, that are going to be best and, and, and work best. So I'm just going to keep praying with you, man, as God leads and, and guides you in that to, to what's next. I mean, selfishly, nobody mm-hmm. wants you to leave shepherd. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's pretty clear. Um, and I'm sure your family, I don't know if you're talking to your family at all about any of this, but I mean, our, I don't know that they're going, yeah, please leave town as soon as you possibly can. Cause you've talked with me about your family and your love for them and how you're kind of like the, you're the go-to guy in your family for both oh, the, yeah. the older family members, the younger family members, everybody in between. Oh, like yeah. Dorian is the glue keeping yeah. everybody together. Which is kind of why I was just, it wasn't a struggle, but it was a struggle to like move into the, like the separate housing, but like, you know, you probably yeah. needed that though. Right. You needed that oh. space and separation you and for your too. own. Yeah, they also need to like learn how to do things on their own and for themselves, and not just rely on me to do everything. And also, it took a weight off my shoulders too. Did it? Yeah. Has the time I feel helped like, too? The months that have gone by have have they been kind of figuring some more stuff out and giving you some yes. space? 
like one yeah. of my siblings, he got baptized. That was a beautiful thing that I never thought was gonna happen. But like God was like, no, you're you're not me. I don't you you are a vessel for me, but like I don't need you to be there. And yeah, I got out of the situation and God did his thing. And so like so it helps. It Is helps. it 14 siblings? Yes. And 15 total if you include me. And I'm the yeah. oldest. And 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 how old are you? 22, about to be 23 this year. And then how and how young is the youngest? To 11 turning 12 this year. And, and, and what age group has the the biggest cluster of the closest age age grouping in in there like 22 what? to 16 that's the biggest group right there so how many 22 to 16 year olds are in your family of 15 including you is there four or five of them oh, i gotta count let me count let me count okay. my head me boom well me okay Eight. Eight. You got those eight Gen Zers right there in your family. Nine. It's, hold on, how old is Nation? She's 15. She's 15. So it's eight. It's eight. It's eight. Wow. That's half, almost uh, over half of us. Yeah. That's that's a youth group, man. <laughs> that's a Literally. Youth, yeah. Right there. <laughs> What's one of the biggest things you've learned in your fellowship year so far? I can't do it alone. One of my biggest things is that like I felt like I had to do everything by myself. But God has broke me down while I've been here. And it's like, no, you you can't, you you cannot. And so what's like going back and like when you asked me about the Thursday nights and the Tuesday nights things, like that has helped me a lot in a sense of like figuring out that ministry is not meant to be done alone, but with other people. And I've had to learn that the hard way myself, but that's probably the biggest thing I've learned since being here. And I think whenever I leave, whether that's after the summer, if that's five, 10 years from now, like whenever I leave from Shepherd, that's one thing I'm going to carry and hopefully remember and use. So like, hey, ministry is not meant to be done alone. It's meant to be done with other people with the help of others. And so that's been my biggest thing because like yeah. I said, it broke me down. That's good, man. It's not i mean is it is it ministry if we're doing it by ourselves because like ministry is like with yeah i heard something recently somebody said that with is the is the most important word in like in 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 the bible mm -hmm. because it's with it's god with people it's it's right. people with each other it's like you know father son and spirit that's with mm -hmm. um where the church dependent upon each other in christ Right. Um, and relying upon a spirit. So if I ask you, what is God teaching you? Is that different than what you're learning? Or would there um, be something else that comes to mind? Uh, to dive more into his word, uh, before I came here, I, to be honest, I really wasn't into the word. I didn't know much about the Bible. I mean, I knew enough to teach on it and to like have a Sunday school lesson here and there and stuff like that. But like, not enough to know it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so since I've been here, I've had to like actually like sit down and like read the Bible, which is a good thing. And I 
actually been interested in reading it. Like before I really didn't have a desire to read and dive into it, but I actually have the desire to read the Bible and to learn more mm. about God and about the stories that that still apply to this day. Like right now I'm on a, I think today's my 21 day streak of reading the Bible every day and I'm going through a- Getting those streaks. Yeah, I'm through, going through a lesson, uh, reading the Bible in a year. I just finished the book of Genesis. And so, and so no, yeah, I'll probably say that it's just leaning on God's word and leaning on him. Yeah. As if you don't, you're going to run out, you're going to burn out real quick, real quick. And God's the only thing that can provide the energy and provide that emptiness that you need to fulfill the ministry and to fulfill all the things that you're trying to support. Facts. Mm-hmm. What has surprised you at Shepherd? Surprised. Could be anything, big or small, in between. Mm-hmm. Something okay. that surprised you. I mean, I already use this answer, so I'm trying to think of something else. I was going like uh the people we're ministering to, just like the different types of people that's that are open and comfortable being there, where if they were to go somewhere else, like a church I've been to prior or whatever the case, I don't think they would feel that same comfortability or, or openness or accepting or being accepted as well as they do here at Shepherd. Mm. So that kind of surprised me and it opened my eyes to like ministry can look different but in a good different and i appreciate the type of ministry that shepherd does for those around them and because one the community does need it and so the fact that shepherd is providing that is amazing and i give them all the the glory and all that well god foremost like there you go in there that 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 right there is just it's just amazing that they whoever found the shepherd recognized the need and then did the steps it took to get the need fulfilled yeah. What's hard at Shepherd being a fellow? What's hard? Shepherd because sometimes just Shepherd is is life in a sense. And so like sometimes Shepherd could fall into the category of being and everything. Like I shot even I shot a Shepherd is like you like you're so immense that like it becomes your life in a sense if that makes sense and so like sometimes sometimes it could feel like there's no way out of shepherd like there's no separation there's no pause there's no like it's 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 all it's all encompassing and and, and finding the boundaries of mm -hmm. of health between like when i'm on and when i'm off and when i need to say yes when i need to say no yeah how to to find that ebb and flow Mm -hmm. yeah that's a that's a great way to explain what I was trying to say. But yes. Well, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I'm just trying to oh, give, no, no. yeah. That's trying a better to prompt, way to say it. Trying to prompt you. Trying to prompt mm-hmm. I can't say it better than you can, man. It's your story. <laughs> but I want to prompt, I want to prompt you. I want to be that catalyst for you of of like mm-hmm. what 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 that's like. And right. and um it's a really important time and space to learn that so you can apply it for the rest of life in any situation you're in. Yeah. And and I've I think I've gotten to the point where I find I found that line, but like it just took some time. Like we what in February, and I've been here since May, so I'm just now finding out that line and how to separate life and shepherd. But like you said, it's good that I'm learning it now at the age of 22, turning 23, yep. versus 10 years from now when yep. burning out, mm-hmm. and then like what if you know I'm just gonna go do something else because I don't know how to. I don't know how to navigate this. I don't know how to say, 
Sabbath is about trusting God with the work. Yep. Because it's his. What's been rewarding in your role as a fellow, as shepherd? What have you found rewarding? Seeing the growth of the kids, honestly. Like, seeing, like, like, for example, seeing one kid, like, being dummy shy in particular, to becoming one of the ones I always want to volunteer to pray. Because I make it a point, and after all my classes, health and PE-wise, is that at the end of every class, we ended out in prayer. And so, and one, teaching the kids, learning how to pray. And, like, one of the kids in particular was, like, at the beginning was already shy, never wanted to volunteer to pray. Or when I would, be like, pick them out, they'd be like, Mm-mm, no, 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 no. But now they've gotten to the point they're like, me, I want to pray. Every time I ask who wants to pray, yeah. it's just like, that's growth right there. It's just a little amount of growth. It's a lot of growth for them. But like, just all the little pockets of growth I've seen in every kid since I've been here since May. It's just, it's amazing to see that like what we're doing, like I said earlier, it's impacting them and it's mm-hmm. working. We just got to keep steady and keep going. And also remember to, to stay in God because God is the one that's ultimately leading us in this. And so the moment we forget who Great. God is as a, as a leader, we leave we're not only leaving God behind, but we're also leaving the kids behind. So one, staying in God and then using God and reaching the kids and watching them grow as we do that, it's very rewarding. And I, I love it. I really do. I love your heart, man. And your smile. It's just your 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 enthusiasm and, and your joy is contagious. <laughs> Anybody that's around you will will, will say that. Last question is if somebody's thinking about coming to Shepherd and a fellow, let's say they're hired, you know, what would be something that would have been helpful for you to know before coming to Shepherd? I would say something that they need to be ready for, prepared for. Know it's not about to be easy. Know that what, what you're coming into is not about to be rainbows and sunshines and butterflies, but like we're in the mess with the kids. And so one, you got to be, Make sure spiritually that you're good. And then if you're not, figure out ways to get to that point because you're going to need it because you're going to have to rely on God. You can't rely on Jay. You can't rely on Alan. You can't rely on Kenny. You can't rely on me. The only person you can truly rely on is God. And if your stance or relationship with him is not fully there, you're going to you're gonna break down while you're here because this ministry is so important. This ministry is so big and it, the aspects of what we're doing for the kids that you need to be prepared for that. And so being ready spiritually, I feel like it's a big thing that I didn't really understand. Cause like I said, I, I wasn't to, to a degree, but like being here has pushed me to get to that point. And so I appreciate Shepard for that. And that's been like, even though it was a struggle to get to that point, I've gotten to that point. And now I've learned to rely on God a lot more than to rely on myself. I don't rely on those around me. And so to the interns and fellows that's coming up, be ready to be into God's word daily and to just fill up spiritually with him because you're going to need God it, forever, really. But as you're doing ministry and pouring out to the kids, you got to pour into yourself as well. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Go, Dorian. What are the magic words to get you going off on one of your little impromptu sermonettes? 
God is good. Hey, if you give me go, if you say that, I almost just go off and I could keep going for as long oh, as I need to. You could if I just God is good. God is good time. all the time. God is good. All the time. Tell Amen. me about it. Hallelujah. Talk to me. Lord. Let's go. Lord, that God will provide. God is Jehovah Jireh. He is the Lord that will provide. Lord, He's gonna be there for you no matter what. You just gotta be there with Him. You gotta be ready. We're the ones that veer off and go off to the side, but He doesn't. He's present. He's consistent. Preach. He's Preach. always gonna be there. Amen. Because God is good all the time. All, all the time. time God is God good. Is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Boy. Dorian, the first time I saw you going off, I was like, <laughs> oh, this guy, he's for real. Like, he's not stopping. No, I can keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I have to you stop were, myself sometimes. You were feeling it, man. You were feeling it. You didn't care what we were doing, what was happening. I remember we were just walking, and 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 all of a sudden, I was like, oh, he's still talking. He, no, no, no. He's preaching. This guy's preaching right now. He doesn't care. It doesn't matter if anybody's listening. He's going. It's him and Jesus. Watch out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Dorian, thanks, man. I appreciate you taking some time, bro, and and letting me uh, ask you a bunch of questions and share a little life and and story together. I I uh, always look forward to anytime talking with you. You can reach out to me anytime, man. And and hey, whatever God's gonna do with with you next. I mean, yeah. I'm glad you're there this semester. I'm glad you're going to be there this summer. I'll be praying with you about how God's leading you for, for next fall. I'm genuinely excited for you. And I look forward to seeing you here on uh, February 20th. I don't yes. know if I'm staying at the mansion. Okay. I might be crashing on a couch, man. Just so you hey, know. I, do what you got to do. I'm ready to uh, whoop you in some monopoly. If the choice is, if you're ready for that. Oh, Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. you, you, wait, what happened last time? What happened last time? That was last time. It's, it's a new day. But God is good. <laughs> All the time. All the time. God is God good. God is good. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Boy.